0: Welcome to the Luminous Life Podcast. I'm Erica Menenteau, your host. And in each episode, we'll talk to women about how they are living their most luminous lives. We'll hear about the moments where their beauty, skin, and soul fuse together to pick them up, dust them off, and create change and impact they never thought was possible. It's never easy. And here, they'll share how they did it and what they're doing next. Erica Stanzioni. Is a yoga teacher with a mission. From her soulful playlists to her inspirational Instagram posts, her message is clear mistakes and life's challenges awaken something special in each of us. It's Erica's mission to serve others and heal her own stuff in an effort to help others heal through her yoga classes and retreats. Er, hi, I'm so happy you're to be here, here. So, okay, so first of all, so nobody's confused, you're Erica. I sure am. I'm Erica. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to tell I wanted everybody to get to know you a little better. I have had the great fortune of um knowing you first through yoga, through taking our yoga teacher training together. And I think that's where we fell in love. Amen. Yes. And so I wanted to kind of dive into Fast and Furious. So uh, so everybody knows okay. when you and I actually are able to carve out time on the phone, we know that we have very short windows, so we get a lot in in a, a short amount of time. A lot of information, a lot of depth. Right. So we talk a lot <laughs> and we talk fast. Yeah. So okay, first I want to know. You said you were an athlete as a kid. I was. All right. What does that mean? What
1: is what? Because I was not an athlete. What does an athlete okay. mean? I played soccer. I played track. I ran track. Oh, I played did? basketball. Soccer was my main sport, but I think. I think it's really just been, I've always been sort of addicted to movement and I was always really in tune with my body physically, but there are things that being an athlete has taught me that I have realized all these years later that were really beneficial. Teamwork, sportsmanship, there's such a discipline I think about being an athlete. That... I'm
0: fascinated by athletes because I just have never had that like mentality and I, I think
1: it's so cool. So as you got out of high school, mm-hmm. into college, were you a gym person? I was. I was a gym person since I was 15 years old. No way. The second I discovered yoga, I quit my gym memberships and never looked back. That's crazy. How long were you doing yoga before your yoga teacher training? So right now I've been practicing 15 years, um, and I of yoga 15 years of yoga. No I, I, way! I'm, I didn't know. About 20. I was a 20. I was 20 years old in New York City when I started. Oddly enough, I got into the industry with Bikram Yoga, which is so not my area now. Mm-hmm. But I was 20. I'm 35 now, and so practicing 15 years, teaching almost six. Wow. So we did our, that, our training
0: six years Almost ago. Almost six years
1: ago. Man. Right. Like
0: different different people then.
1: Yes. I, I mean, I don't even know who those women were. I know,
0: right? I don't. Okay, so I talk about life pre-YTT and post-YTT, right? Okay. Like uh, YTT is short for yoga teacher training. And I know that there are some people that like are like, oh, you should be doing like 10 years of yoga or 15 years of yoga before you do yoga teacher training. But I think... You'll get everybody should do it, whether they've done it or not. I think it's such an intense self-exploration. Well, the, the majority
1: of people that enter a teacher training don't actually end up teaching. They do it for that personal yeah. growth. And if it's facilitated in that way, if it's facilitated in a way where it allows that self-awareness and that self-confidence to grow, I think it could be really life-changing. I think it was for us. And Yeah. yeah. So
0: you talk about life's mistakes and challenges and how, you know, they – create a little grit, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot about what this podcast is all about, right? That what it takes for us to be luminous is usually a little grit, going through some hard Mm -hmm. times and coming out on the other side. It's not always pretty going through it, but we always come out on the other side. So when did those challenges start for you? When were you starting to see, oh shit, like, this this isn't going the way I planned. Twenty five, twenty six, I would say. You
1: were twenty five and twenty six. Yeah, okay. I was about three years into a relationship with my ex husband at that t- at the, my ex husband, and at that point we were. I was in the city, he was in the suburbs, and we were contemplating around twenty six buying a house. And that's sort of when a lot of things started to shift for me. And at that time, uh, it just I think I had a lot of a lot of reflection during that time happening through my yoga practice and meditation practice, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And just started realizing – what I realize now is that so much of my 20s, I think, I was just going through the motions of life and kind of existing. And I wasn't – I was numb. I was a little bit numb, I think. Do you, like, I always feel like I was checking boxes. Do Absolutely. you feel like you were checking boxes? Yeah, and that's a big part of what I talk about now, especially – a lot of my clientele, a lot of my students are are young women, yeah. and, and it, especially that ages be those ages between twenty five and thirty five, I think are so much growth can happen. And I think what happens is we get, um, we get in this mindset where we have to. We feel I felt that pressure from society. Absolutely, I, thinking back now, you know, I should have never gotten married, but I mm-hmm. felt that pressure, and I. I was just checking the boxes off. We bought the house. We had the dog. We, you know, all all of those things. And then one day you wake up and you're like, "This is not the life that feels right for me." And I'm very grateful that I had that realization before children were involved. But yes, the, I think that's a tremendous part of um, your mid to early thirties. Even is that I,
0: is that checking boxes and like sort of figuring it out. Yeah. And I think that no, I, I think that no matter how self aware or self or, or, or evolved mm-hmm. we are. Like, we can get caught up in that. Yeah. Like, oh, as as we get to our mid-20s, like, am, have I done all the things that I'm supposed to do, yep. right? Or yes. have I done – so you're in your yoga teacher training. Mm-hmm. And yoga teacher training, for people who don't know, is a deep self-exploration. Yes,
1: yes you're learning how to teach poses, Well, right? I, I say that now in my trainings. I'm like, it's, it's really, you know – 40% learning how to teach asana, the, the the poses and the breath. And yes, and I will give you the tools to make you a strong, confident teacher. But what what we want to offer is that 60% is really that self-exploration. I think that's really cool. I know there's all kinds of yoga teacher
0: trainings out there that are more like you learn how to teach the poses based. Right. But- life was greatly changed when you learn how to feel safe within yourself to explore and like trust what your gut says what your meditations bring you and that kind of and i think
1: i think that's a tremendous part of my journey and then what i'm trying to offer in my trainings as well because i think no matter how many certifications you have and however long you've been teaching confidence is a major part of being a successful yoga teacher and i think just a, a tremendous part of both of our industries yeah
0: right and and no matter i mean you're just coming out of a really different industry which is something that we have to talk about i mean we're not talking we're we're not finished with the other subject yet but you're just coming out of like the legal industry 14 years 14 years in like a traditional very traditional eight to six eight to five job and you said i'm ready i'm gonna walk away so i I could be a full-time
1: yogi I just left. December 7th was my last day, so three months. That's so crazy. And it's it's honestly still a little bit – I'm still in shock that I actually did it. But it, it did. I just got to the point where it was starting to directly contradict the work that I'm doing as a yoga teacher. And I couldn't – I just couldn't allow that anymore. So I had to walk away.
0: I think that's what's one of the greatest gifts and, like one of like, one of the detriments, too. Like, when you go through yoga teacher training – and you define your values. It's really hard to turn your back on them. It sure is. It because sure when is. you turn your back on them, the only person that's like accountable is you. As you, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay, so you're mid-yoga teacher training. We're just getting to know each other. Mm. You wake up and you go, okay, I hear it. I hear it. It happened. I can't ignore it anymore. And what was it? That I had to leave my marriage. Yeah.
1: And what was that like, Air? Er? I mean, it's you know, I still think I think about it all the time still, and it's it's. Uh, it's a moment that I'll, I, I have no regrets. I think everything that I did at that point in my life was I had to go through the motions of it. I had to learn from it. It was incredibly painful, but there was a silver lining. Had I not gone through that very painful time, there would be no Erica Sanzioni Yoga. There'd be no Heal Your Heart Yoga retreats. I mean, I really, truly think that I had to go through all those motions because I'm trying to build a business, I'm tr- I'm building a business basically out of my pain and trying to show others that, you know, there is, there is hope after you go through tough tough stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you have that ability to change. So what if I'm a skeptic and I'm like, yeah, 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 yoga. How about if I wake up and I feel like I need to leave my marriage, can I just go to the gym? What What's the difference?
1: There's such a mindfulness around yoga that. Listen, I was a gym rat for all of my teenage years and early 20s and I was always that was who I was. And then there's just such a different element to this practice. There's such a freedom about this practice. Like every time you step onto the mat, you are peeling back layers, you are shifting perspectives. There's just there's something very powerful about being in a community of like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Those things you just don't receive in a gym you just don't and there you know and of course and the way that i structure my classes with with dharmas and 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 themes those are all things that emotional support it's so much more and i say this always in class that this is the physical stuff is a beautiful added element but the the emotional the spiritual support is what this is what's life-changing about this and has saved my life and shifted my life in endless ways As you started
0: to get like serious about teaching, you went from, I'm not sure if I want to be a yoga teacher. I want to do a yoga teacher training. I'm not sure if I want to be a yoga teacher to, I am a yoga teacher. (laughs) Full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. (laughs) And very early on in your career, you were like, let's be serious about this. I need a brand, right? Like you got really serious about it. And I think that, that you were
1: like early enough that it really generated well, some I mean, energy I'm so grateful to you and Shanna for that oh my gosh, I I think it's it's I'm very grateful the way I th- I think you know I just it's just how I operate I've always sort of been I've always had that just crazy hustle in me it's just mm-hmm. how I was raised it's just the energy in New York is a tremendous part of who I am and I've always been working in New York for 14 years mm-hmm. so I did I just once I once I graduated YTt and I I knew how in love in how deeply in love I was with this process and of serving others and watching people truly just shine and see how empowered they felt after class. Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, rolled with it. I just dove headfirst into this journey.
0: You are. And you started a website and an Instagram stat. I did. And (laughs) you've developed quite a following. Thank you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I... Struggle to post every day. It's hard. It's, I know. It's hard. Business owners who struggle to post it's very every hard. day.
1: And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is. It is just social media alone is like a part time job. It, it sure is. is. Uh, I think that you know I have fun with it. I, I do enjoy it because mm-hmm. it it is something that I'm in love with. I'm I I do feel like especially after I left my corporate job, mm-hmm. my creative side has definitely. I'm kind of um, pumping that muscle a little bit more, and I do feel like content is coming a little bit easier to me now, now that the corporate side of my mind I think is off yeah. and it's just creative. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. But I think uh, social media is definitely, it's not easy and not, I, I don't feel creative and inspired every moment of every day, but I think there are, I, I do honestly, and I say this a lot, a big part of my inspiration comes from New York City. There's an energy in that city that mm-hmm. no matter where I travel in this world, it will never compare to New York and I think that's a big part of where I get that that hustle from and that just these ideas of content yeah. to post. But as I'm I have fun with it though I do. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I mean,
0: one of the things that was I'm glad you're having fun with it because some days I really struggle with it, and I'm like, oh my goodness, but I, I don't will,
1: know. yeah, I will say this though yeah. I, I forgot to mention this the The part that I struggle with and I still struggle with, and I know we've talked about this is that vulnerability. A few years ago when I really started posting on social media. Well, it was three – I could tell you the exact moment. I got back from Bali, which was a retreat that I was on as a student three mm-hmm. years ago, actually this month. And I got back from that retreat, and that's when I went full steam ahead with actual Instagram and, and social media. And it was really hard for me, and I, I shared this with you, that I felt – it's to put yourself out there so vulnerably and i mean share personal things post photos of your photos of yourself often which to me still to this day it might appear that it looks comfortable it's not comfortable Ar,
0: i it's feel not. you <laughs> it's, it's not. not comfortable
1: it's vulnerability in itself right cuz i know every single thing that i post i know i'm being judged by someone and that's hard to put out
0: so i feel like that this is like a really good time to bring up the fact that when you start to generate a little energy, whether it's in followers or whether you develop a brand um, that you're sort of like known for, it can get a lot of attention. And you can get some haterade. I hate to say it like that, but there can be some like negative... Negative feedback about it. I know I experience it. I think you experience it. You know, I think when we take ourselves really serious about seriously about our messages that we want to put out in the world, we're willing to take pictures of ourselves even though they're uncomfortable. We're willing to share things about ourselves even though it's uncomfortable, and that could be met a little negatively.
1: Have Absolutely. you felt any of that? I, very much so, and it's something that I also struggle with behind the scenes because. It's been hurtful, and I and I'm on the, the word like hater that you mentioned mm-hmm. like it's it's something that I'm feeling, just feeling this energy recently like that I'm in the throes of of that um, more recently, mm-hmm. and it's something that's really disheartening for me because I I just find it really hurtful. I think there's plenty of business to go around. I think everyone has the opportunity to invite in abundance, and I don't understand why there has to be such competition, especially in this industry. I just mm-hmm. don't think it's it's necessary. Do you, I,
0: I want to be real really honest with you here. I, I want you to be really honest with okay. me. Do you really feel that there is enough business to go around? I do.
1: I do. I think everyone offers a different product. Yeah. Yes. There's a yoga teacher for
0: everyone. There is.
1: And I and I think I think part of being a successful yoga teacher is really finding what your thing is. And I I do believe that you have to find one thing and just crush that one thing. I don't think yoga teachers can can teach four different styles of yoga. Or I think you have to find one thing and do a really, really good job at it. For me, the emotional thing is absolutely my passion, my my heart and soul. And that's what I always try to put out in my classes. I do think there's enough to go around.
0: I feel like you know i i we had a, a, a lash mentor here today and 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 we ha- we have teachers in and out of here all the time and i find that the more successful the teacher so whether it be a yoga teacher or whether it be a makeup teacher or whatever the more the teachers are aware to stay in their lane and for real there is enough business to go around and for real there is no reason to put other people down
1: how do you deal
0: it's hurtful it's talk. really hurtful it is right
1: yeah. i'm not going to i'm not going to lie it's it's um it's something that i'm i'm this is very new to me i at the, the, the amount that i'm receiving kind of right now and the reality is this if if there's things in life that you want to be doing and if you you know if you're hating on someone else for doing certain things the reality is is put your head down, do the work and then offer mm-hmm. it yourself. But people don't want to make the sacrifices and that's what it comes down to. If you want something in life and you work hard enough for it, you can do it. But. People want to sometimes not make the sacrifice mm-hmm. to do the work and then and then hate on others for people or, that are doing or
0: it. Or I think a newcomer is sometimes scary, right? Like a, a, like a teacher that looks like it happened overnight and maybe they didn't see that you've got 15 years of practice mm-hmm. and have been working on your brand for three years
1: and all that kind of stuff. I think it's also it, – it could be just because – I think there's such a misconception that – You know, even though I've only been teaching for six years and practicing for fifteen, my intensity in the past six years—I mean, I've already studied and traveled, studied to India, traveled to India. Like the intensity that I, the amount of, yeah. I mean, on a weekly basis, I'm practicing in New York City with like four, maybe world-renowned teachers. I mean, that it's—you're really living this. It's intense. You're really living this. Thank you. I am trying. I I
0: try. I am. So okay. So then I need to ask you for real, right? In those darker moments, right, whether it's the I need to leave my marriage moments or divorce is really hard moments or I'm feeling a lot of negative energy directed
1: towards me, do you really go to your mat? Oh, my God, yes. All right. Oh, my God. What what do you do when you go there? I mean, yeah, I I just sometimes just sit. Sometimes I'm just in child's pose. I don't – it's not even always a practice. It's just breathing sometimes. It really is. And I think as I've gotten – more recently too my schedule has gone a little bit more chaotic now mm-hmm. sometimes some days I I can only sit on my mat for 10 minutes and breathe and that's all my schedule allows do you ever avoid your mat I honestly no Okay. I'm grateful that even if I know shit's gonna come up on that mat and mm-hmm. tears are gonna flow and I'm gonna sweat and I'm gonna get uncomfortable I still get on it I still get on it
0: I wanna be like you when I grow up because <laughs> sometimes I always say to people like, I'll roll out my mat the night before. And then the morning of I wake up, I look at it, I step over it, I step around it.
1: Sometimes
0: and that's the normal. truth on the mat that's so is... so normal.
1: And the truth, dare I say, the truth is fucking hard. Yeah, it really it's is. It's fucking hard. But I I still wouldn't choose anything else. I, 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 this
0: is all really impressive to me because... You know, for for you and I, when we communicate, we communicate mostly through text. When the phone rings, I think we both make a real effort to pick up of because course, of that course. means we know our a real conversation's yeah. gonna gonna go down. And um I have seen you through some dark times, as you've, you know, witnessed me through some dark times. Mm-hmm. Um and to see all these years later, because now it's five years since our training. Okay, so it's five years since our training most of us in our training five years later who's really on the mat every day who's really still practicing who's really doing it and to see that you're not just doing it you're living it you're um you're leading it by example is super super inspiring to me I'm so grateful thank you Ar. and Your emails, if you're not on Erica's emails list, you have to get on her email list because her emails are so honest and so vulnerable. But I will always ask you, Erica, Mm -hmm. what aren't you talking about? What's in your heart that maybe you're not talking about that's building that next layer of grit, which will lead to luminosity? Which will lead to all this healing? That's a, that's a, what a, aren't you? A talking A good
1: question or a tough question? And as you know, I am. I'm. I'm always very vulnerable. I think a tremendous part of being about being a teacher, a yoga teacher, is showing your students how vulnerable you are. Because when we're when we're able to show that and share that, it allows your students just to feel, well, to one, to open up a safe space, a sacred space. So I think that question. It's interesting because I am. I feel very grateful that I'm connected to many women, obviously in the yoga industry. My clientele on my retreats is, is predominantly all women. Mm-hmm. And I what I think is coming up a lot recently is I do surround myself with a lot of really powerful, strong, independent women. Mm. And I think what's not being said maybe or I'm not sharing yet on social media is – as despite how successful these women are some a lot of women myself included at times are lonely and i mm. think it's really hard to find i think when you get to a certain level in your life where you are so self-aware and so confident and you are not willing to take any bullshit it's hard to find a partner that isn't intimidated by that and i'm just being totally honest it's it's i've had men say that to me and i've had friends men say that to, to them as well it's this work is not it's it's hard to really find a partner that understands when you get to that.
0: You know, it's so it's hard on and this is where my yoga teacher training comes into play. It's hard to sometimes see that and know that that's going on and just sit and say that sucks. Yeah. And I know that it will get better someday, but I wish I had all the answers for you yeah. and for all these incredibly strong women because we have some. We know we have a lot of friends in absolutely. common, absolutely, absolutely. Fabulous are women are intolerant of any BS. I think that when they're deeper. taking on a partner, and I think mm-hmm. that that that's admirable. And um,
1: it's it's the long road. It's a hard it's, road, isn't it? it? It's you got to be in it for the long game. When you, I think when you choose this this life of truth and the deeper that the more that we step onto our mat and the deeper that we grow that self-love the harder it is to find I think a partner sometimes yeah
0: yeah but but well I hope you talk about that more because I think there are a lot of people that can relate I think so too. and I think just like you've gone through all these like life lessons and shared that with people I think that will really heal people and liberate so. them right from feeling like maybe judging themselves or you know whatever and I, I appreciate you sharing that with me today yeah, and you know um, one of the things that I haven't experienced I've been to your classes I'm actually you know I like to bring my team <laughs> I'm to your so classes <laughs> um, I like to make mandatory yoga day I'm for Erica Stanzioni's class so grateful one of the things that I haven't experienced yet is one of your retreats I'm so
1: in love with them.
0: And I'm most intrigued by the fact that these are now global retreats.
1: My first one in Europe is this June. This is crazy. Is it June already? <laughs> it's June, yeah. And it's France, right? France, yeah. Tell the France. So what does that look like? So we have seven days in a private chateau in the south of France, and everything, you know, from a private chef to an in-ground pool. But that's, th- yes, those are all amazing things. But the real, we do do real work and that will include two yoga classes a day with meditation, with journaling. We do um, a lot of group exercises that are more workshop style or teacher training so style. Cool. My re- The intention of my retreats is always, yes, to, to host an event that is beautiful and is filled with lots of Lots of fun things and great connection, but we still do do the work. And I, I always want everyone to leave feeling lighter, and maybe a bit more whole or healed. If if there's any way that I could facilitate that, that just brings me endless joy.
0: I promise you, I'm going to make it to one of your retreats. I would love because that. you're moving like you're moving at the speed of light. You're moving quickly. <laughs> And I want to experience you not just as a friend and not just as my teacher, um, but for sure as a mentor and as a honor. healer. So thank you so much for sitting you. down and talking and, and being willing to have an honest conversation. I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Er. I love you. I love you more. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Luminous Life Podcast. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. And to check out all things Beauty Skin Soul, you can find us at www.getluminous.com. See you next time.